Welcome to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Today, I'm going to give Greg four stars. Four stars? That's all I get today? Yeah, sorry. I am going to earn five stars by the end of this show. Okay. All right. We'll see if... uh, I I think there's a feature where I can change my review later. Well, there Uh, there has to be because... I know four stars is only going to get me so far, but five stars <laughs> is golden. If I can get five stars, it's golden. So I'm working hard for this fifth star. Nice, nice. So uh, you're you're playing a game that that a lot of small business owners, medium sized business owners, and massive large yeah <laughs> businesses <laughs> like uh, you know whatever Clorox, Ford, Coca Cola, they I think all the have to deal with The biggest companies in the world are going after that fifth star. Exactly. So if it's if it's it's not just you, it's everyone that is chasing after stars, and um, yeah, that is just. Crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the the question is, and it's not really a question, but why is reviews and that four or four point two or five stars mean so much to businesses? Because it influences people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing society around the world. I was going to say America, but really around the world has been trained to look for the star rating for either a product or businesses to help them make that decision on whether they should buy or not with that company or buy that product. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, it, it's like, I take it all back to the pink section of the San Francisco Chronicle back in the day. They had this little dude that would sit in the seat and if he was sleeping, the movie was bad. And then, you know, he'd be like out of his seat, apl- like clapping that's where I say all this began was that guy. <laughs> I, I remember that pink session and, and it really did influence whether I would go see a movie or not. I mean, I would thumb through the pink section of the Chronicle at, and look at the different movies. And usually they had between 10 and 15 movies that were out at, the, at that time. And they either had the guy falling out of his seat applauding or just sitting in a seat attentively or falling asleep. And if I was debating on what movie I was going to go see, I would lean towards the one that the guy's falling out of the seat and applauding. That was the mm-hmm. one that I went to. Right. But it, the thing is, it's like, can you rate a business like that like you would a movie? Like, can you make your decision just on a on a star review? Well, it's scary nowadays. And I know how influential the star ratings are. And that's why you used the term earlier, like, yeah, people are playing that game. It kind of is a game Mm -hmm. and it's a little dangerous to only base your decision on high star ratings because let's face it, not all of them are real. Mm -hmm. We know that. Right. I was, uh, I was looking at a report, uh, Harvard business school. They said 20% of reviews on Yelp are fake. (laughs) Twenty percent. I've heard as high is it that low? Really? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, see, see, that's the thing. Okay, so twenty percent of them are fake, and then on top of that, you've got all these reviews of like I I remember talking to a a business owner and hearing about this one. Well, they parked in front of my house, so I'm giving them a one star. They weren't even the client. Yeah, yet they got a one star. 
review on Yelp because they parked somewhere or, you know, you cut somebody off on the freeway or whatever. And all of a sudden you got a one star that that doesn't mean that they gave good service or not, or they didn't call me back. Oh, well their success because they're so busy means, um, <laughs> they're a right. one star company. Well, no, they're doing a great job. That's why they're not going to interrupt, you know, their, their, their day to, to answer the phone. They'll do it at night or whatever. It, I, I think a lot of this is, it's, it's just craziness and you really do have to pay attention to the full review before you actually, you know, read the review, look at the photos and then not just use one source. I don't think just using Yelp is a, is a good idea at all. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, if one out of five, you know, 20% is the conservative number, then maybe the aggressive number is two out of five or, you know, 40% mm -hmm. is fake. How do you figure out which two out of five is not real? <laughs> which, which <laughs> exactly. Not real? They're like, well, okay. And, and yeah. I talk to people, Russ. I talk to them and they go, oh, yeah, I could tell that one's fake. I could tell they wrote that one for themselves. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, or I could say, how do you know? Really? Right. You could tell? I, I'm not clairvoyant. I can't tell all the time. Right. And then, you know, you've got at the end of the job, like, uh, you know, a few episodes ago, I talked about my fence. I kept talking about the fence contractor. <laughs> I'm yep. bringing them back. <laughs> At the end of the fence job, they when they left, they handed me a paper. And as they're shaking my hand and, and you know, this you could tell this was even though this was pre, you know, or pandemic time, I, I, I did shake his hand. So we're shaking hands. And uh, he says, you're going to give uh, make sure, you know, you head over to Yelp. Give me a five star. Here's the instructions on how to do it. <laughs> Give me instructions uh, on how to log in, where to go, what link to click. There was even a little QR code that I could put my phone on. Like he was totally gaming it. And it's like, oh, well, that's why that guy has 500 reviews on Yelp. Yeah. It wasn't that he does a good job. It's that he's pushing people to do it. I bet you, Russ, if you did not shake his hand and you weren't smiling at the time, he would not have given you an instruction yeah, right? on how to give you <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, right? These businesses sometimes are just saying, hey, I know you're happy with me. Okay, I'm going to give you the instructions on how to give me a good review. But the people that are on the fence or yeah. you know, are plainly unsatisfied, there's no way businesses are telling those people to go give them a review. Exactly. So even the ones that are real are kind of gamed in a sense because you're not getting the other side of the story from the people that aren't upset. Because most people, and I, I saw another stat, I, I forget where I saw this one at, but only 3 to 10% of people actually, real people, actually write reviews. Wow. That's crazy. So what does that mean? <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, I've, I've heard many businesses say that the online reviews are the whiners and the complainers. So you've got that whole thing to deal with too, you know, and, and I, I, you know, the thing is, okay, I'm probably in that 3% because I have done some online reviews of people. Um, well, I did the fence company. That was a five right. star. Uh, <laughs> I've done, I've done several other um, reviews, uh, not just on Yelp, but some other sources as well. And I think, you know, I like to do it because I feel like in a way for me, it feels like I'm, I'm giving a tip, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. okay. I'm helping out that business in, in, in the sense of giving them, you know, 
<laughs> a tip, a monetary tip in a way because I'm helping, but I'm also giving consumers a tip on where to go. So it's kind of like a, it's a double tip. I'm double tipping. <laughs> hey, who doesn't like getting double tip? <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with you. That's a, it's really nice to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, the concept of this and the concept of doing reviews is you're helping future consumers. Mm-hmm. Whether it's helping them say, hey, avoid this product or avoid this company and the, their service is bad or they left my house a mess or what have you. Or you're helping consumers going, you know, these guys are fantastic. Right. And, and you know, you know, we've been kind of harping mm-hmm. a little bit about these fake reviews, but the majority of the reviews are real. You yeah. know, whether it's 20 oh, percent or 40 percent or fake, right. the majority of them are real and there's value there. And. You know, from a consumer point of view, you usually you kind of go, you know, if I can get a referral from a friend, well, that's nice. You know, getting a referral from somebody, you know, that's nice. But what if some other company has 600 five star ratings right. and even if 60 percent of those are, are real and 40 percent of them are fake, but 60 percent, 360 of them are real. What's more valuable to you? 360 positive reviews or one? Right. One right. referral. Mm-hmm. You know, let's hope that they, they coincide with each other. And yeah. the one referral actually has a whole bunch of positive reviews also on a review site. So that would be nice. Yeah. It just kind of confirms you got a good referral. Right. Well, it also depends who you're getting that referral from. <laughs> mm, true. <laughs> I've got some one star friends. that. I would... <laughs> what, so what, did, you, you, you joke about that. Do you remember this episode of Black Mirror? Right. Wasn't that the show, The Black Mirrors on, on Netflix? Uh, you know, I, I have not seen that show, sadly. I, it was okay. recommended to me by somebody, but I... <laughs> oh, so they had an episode, and, it, you know, it's, it's conceptually in the future, that people were getting rated. People were getting star ratings, basically. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I heard this. I, I heard about this, yeah. And everybody was, was uh, going through life just trying to get positive star ratings because the higher star rating you got personally affected your loan rates and what cars you could rent. And I forgot mm-hmm. what there was some other crazy, um, crazy scenarios, but that's kind of where it's going is like, yeah. you know, people are getting rated. <laughs> right. Well, uh, uh yeah, it, it you, is. You already gave me a four star. I'm, I'm working hard. Well, so I, I looked at, uh, online dating, and I, I'm do, on for my show, Learning More, my other uh, podcast. Uh, sure, sure. No, no really. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure, you're doing a podcast. Uh, no, so, and I, I talked with somebody about the various algorithms that they use on these dating um, softwares, you know, like you've, you've got uh, like Tinder and I. I, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> I've been married. Like match.com. Uh, there or, you go. There yeah. you go. So they have these algorithms where, you know, you can filter and do all these different things. But they also, supposedly, there's AI that's looking even at your photo to see, like, stuff in the background and all of these things. And they're, you know, creating these attractiveness scores along with the match score. Like, all this crazy stuff that's happening. It's like, whoa, that that's almost... Like the show that you're talking about there. Same sort of concept. No, I, I, I'm not understanding this. Is it the the platform like Match.com that has these AI? Or is it the people that are using Match.com 
that are using this AI to help them pick who it's, they want to date. It's the software. I'm not saying it's Match.com. I can't, it, it, you know, it's a it's a software. One of the one of the dating one of the applications. Yeah, doing this. Okay. That would do it. And and you know, if you think about it, it makes sense because. You know, Google can take a look and calculate various things uh, just based on a photo. Like I, I go to my Google Photos, I type in fish, I get a picture of the aquarium, I get a picture of sushi. It knows you know, what both of those things are and spits out the image. It, it's interesting to me that, that, you know, that's being done. So what? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're close on all that. But the thing is, what all of this means to me is that this is what we have to deal with in life. Like, we may dislike reviews. We may think that, you know, reviews are, ah, you know, I, I don't care about Yelp. You don't have to go on there and give me a score. I don't care. Well, you know, you, you may think these things, but these are real business things that you have to deal with nowadays, whether you like them or not. So if you hate them, <laughs> sucks to be you, but you got to deal with them. And you, you do have to, like, kind of set up your profiles. You have to make sure that, Wherever your profiles are, they're claimed. I was looking at a business the other day that's in my uh, my town here. I'm not going to mention the business and all of that. I was shocked. They have not claimed their business profile on Yelp. Like, really? They've been around for like 25, 30 years. And, and, they, and they provide a service? They provide a service. And wow. they have activity on Yelp. They do, you know, all of these things, but they have not claimed their Yelp page. So then I was like, interesting. Let's go to their Google <laughs> page and just like see if I can find them on Google My Business. That is also not claimed. They've been around for 30 years. They've got activity on both of these platforms, but they haven't done anything. So then I was like, okay, let's dig a little further. <laughs> and yeah, now I'm stalking this business. But the phone number that they had on one of the sites is wrong. It's not, it's not even their number. I was oh, like, wait no. a second. Is that the right number? So I Googled that. Nope. Not the right number. The address, not the right address. So how are they expected to get people to find them? I mean, you, this is like a necessity. Now you have to claim at least the Google, my business and at least the Yelp amongst all those other platforms out there that you have to, and really should make sure that you claim. I agree with you to a certain extent. Okay. If you're, if you're a business and you're just doing product, like you're just selling a product, I don't think the Yelp is as important as if you're providing a service. Now, now you're three-star. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, you're absolutely right, Russ. You're absolutely right. No, I, I agree with you. Then, then you got to look at other platforms. But you got to get your Google My Business. Yeah, yeah. You got to Google. And, and then if you're going to... Um, if you're going to sell your product, you need to look at obviously Amazon's king, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to get your product on Amazon and get really positive reviews on Amazon because the people that use Amazon, they really rely on the reviews. Yeah. And you know, there, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of fake reviews on Amazon too. Uh, there was actually just some articles about that, uh, where people are going on, you know, gaming these reviews and, um, I'm going to throw a number out at you because oh. I looked this one up too. Oh, I love it. Give it to me. Over 2 million reviews on Amazon are unverified. <laughs> 2 million. Wow. That's not a little number. That's a lot of zeros. And it's, That's it's crazy. 2 million plus. 
Wow. So you are absolutely right. There are a lot of fake reviews on Amazon as well. But like I said, there's a lot of real reviews. And I I look at reviews. You know, you're saying if you like it, you hate it. I look at it as here's an opportunity as a business owner that you just got to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. If you can get positive reviews, whether it's for your product on Amazon or for your service on Yelp, or for your service or product on Google My Business, right, and get your Google stars up, do it. Because yeah. it absolutely influences consumers to buy your service or product. You have to do it. You have to play. You call it a game. I don't call it a game. I call it business. You got to play that. <laughs> wow. You know what? Just for that quote, you're, you're, you're at four and a half stars. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's let's take a short break here. We'll see if Greg can get up to five stars and uh, we'll continue our conversation about reviews and, and what the heck you have to do to, to deal with this as a business owner. You know, a great way to promote your business is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to a podcast and we're telling you to make a podcast. How cool is that? Yeah. Well, okay. Where do we do it? We do it on Anchor. And why? Well, because they do all the work for you. They distribute the podcast. You can edit your podcast right on your phone or within your computer. Uh, everything you need for a podcast is right there in one place. Just go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome back. We're talking about review stars and making sure that you claim your listings, making sure that people can find you kind of controlling your reputation out there because that's really you know what this is it's your reputation your business reputation okay so how do you find these google search your business name <laughs> it surprises me how many people are surprised by what comes up on their search results this is something that you should do on a regular basis and you should set up a google alert for your business name so that if somebody mentions it out there somewhere, it pops up on some random website, you can find it. There's also review tracking out there where you can monitor all of these things to make sure, you know, what's going on. Now there's, there's fees for that. The, the Google alerts is free, but there's some fee, um, you know, just do some Google searches. I'm not going to recommend any service because really I haven't found one that I love, but <laughs> there are some uh, review tracking services out there. And, that is something that is, it's really, you know, it, 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 it's business 101. Protect your reputation. Find out what people are saying about you. And if you're not doing that, I think that's a, a huge mistake. So we've mentioned Google My Business a couple of times. For business owners that are kind of just getting started, and you, you mentioned claim your business, how would somebody actually go about uh, claiming their Google My Business and starting their profile. So Google makes it real easy. You go to google.com slash business. So it used to be my business. Used, Google has done crazy stuff with the claim the listings thing. Um, <laughs> years ago, they had listings on maps. They had listings on some directory. They, they merged all this stuff. So you got duplicates and all this crazy stuff. They've cleaned a lot of that stuff up. Um, but still there's some weird things out there and there's probably chances are something weird uh on google about your business could be the hours could be whatever so you just go to google.com business you complete everything 
If it says put five photos, put five photos. If it says put your hours in, put your hours. Do everything that they're asking for because you want to get that information out there and you want Google. I mean, Google's the king. You know, like, okay, yeah, there's there's profile stuff on Bing and Yandex and whatever else, these random search sites out there. Google's king. Let's, you know, let's make sure that everything is completed on this. That's where you want to spend your time. Also, they've got little cool features now, like the call button, the website button. But now they've added in a message button as well, where you can click message. And um, I won't get into exactly how all that stuff works, but... Make sure you fill out everything and turn on every option for Google and actually use it and do it because that is going to help you in how you place within the business listings on Google Maps and things like that. What I found, I did a little research on this a couple years back, and what I found is the more photos, the better you show. The more reviews, the better you show. The more content, essentially, the better you show. So make sure you just do everything that they're asking for on google.com slash business. When when you say the better you show, are you referring to uh, search engine optimization? Like you're going to come up higher in rank because you filled all this out and let's say you have a lot of reviews on Google because I've heard that as well. I've never confirmed that, but I've heard some people say, hey, because I got a lot of good reviews on Google, my SEO is actually better. So you know how they show like uh, when you're doing a search in maps on your phone or, you know, you do like a, uh, I won't go fence. I'll go roof. Let's go <laughs> change it up. Hopefully my roof doesn't have a problem now that I'm talking about it. Uh, don't fix um, it. Yeah, exactly. But you know how it shows the, it's called the search engine geeks call it the local pack. And there's a little section with a map and it's got usually three or four, maybe five listings of local companies. That's where I'm talking about. So it's not exactly in the search results, but it's in the middle of the paid listings and the search, like the organic search results. It's it's basically the Google Maps that's, uh, is, is what it looks like. And, you know, people can do things like sort by rating or sort by hours or sort by even places that they visited in the past. Like they can pull up all these different filters in there. So it's a really cool thing that they've done. Um, and right now, the only way that I know and, you know, <laughs> as algorithms change all the time. The only thing that, I, that I've done that I've seen work well for uh, that particular position and where you land is by completing all the content. And yes, getting additional reviews does help. Now there's some proximity and you know things like that, that user data and all this crazy stuff that Google does that's inside that crazy box that we would love to know what's inside of it. Um, but these are the things that I know have uh, helped local businesses that I've worked with. All right, so now somebody's got their Google My Business, it's up. They're ready to get reviews. I want to like help our business owners figure out a strategy to actually generate more reviews. Now, the first one's easy. You know, after the job is done or after somebody purchases your product, you ask. You mm -hmm. ask for the review. I think there's a number of different ways you can ask. If it's an in-person transaction, obviously in person, you mentioned a couple of strategies before, a QR code or you know, hand them a slip of paper with the instructions. A lot of times transactions are done online. If you have an email address, 
mm-hmm. email a follow-up to, yeah. you know, how, how did you like the, the product? How did you like the service that we provided? If you're happy with it, please go to and, and give them, you know, the, the link to give you a good review or give you a review. I shouldn't say a good. Let's be fair right. about it. Yeah. Give your company, give your product a review on Google. I think it's very important, no matter how you do it, is to do follow-up after a transaction happens. And I think just the fact that you're doing that follow-up and checking to see whether your customer is happy will lend to more positive reviews for your for your business. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, if you're doing business electronically, sending them that email reminder, and when you look at the email that you're sending to, if it's at Gmail, you know they're a Google user, so it makes it really easy to know that, oh, we'll ask for a Google review. Because when they go to review you on Google, they're already signed in. So it's a couple of clicks. It makes it really easy to, to give a review on Google. I love to do that with anybody with an, an at Gmail uh, address. And then it's okay to ask multiple times. <laughs> you know, I mean, It's okay to ask when you talk to them. It's okay to you know mention it, a couple of emails. I wouldn't go overboard, but at least a couple of emails is totally fine. And then track that review afterwards. And if they give you a good review, send them a thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Because that thank you follow-up is increasing your chances to get repeat business Mm -hmm. or get a referral. Yeah. It's that nice little touch that a lot of businesses don't do. And I think that that added little end, that that tie the bow on that present, right? You you will get more referrals and you will get more repeat business. And I think you're going to get, you know, obviously more positive reviews, which is going to generate more business for you. Um, question for you, Russ, I've never looked into this, but how do you feel about review generation tools? Well, it depends. So the, the little thing that I just said where, you know, send them an email and then send them an email and then check to see, yeah, there's automated tools that will do some of that stuff for you. Um, that side of it, I'm okay with like the, it's more of like a marketing automation system right? Where it makes it easy to get the reviews. But there are places where you could buy reviews that are kind of disguised as that, where it's basically saying, oh, you want 15 reviews on Yelp? Well, here you go. <laughs> like where it's actually generating reviews, but not generating them. It's like computer generated reviews. And that's you know probably where half of those 2 million fake reviews on uh, Amazon came from, right? And probably... 10% of the 20% on Yelp. I mean, it's, it's, it's fake. And that's something that I, I, oh, you know, it, it's lying to your customers. It's mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to succeed. You're, it's going to catch up with you. It's, it's not a good thing. You know, take the high road and actually, you know, work for these reviews because that's really what you should be doing. As yeah. an ethical business. I mean, business that's the owner. foundation of a good business is doing it the right way. Yeah. And let, you know, I know that all of our listeners are ethical business people. They, they are doing it the right way. Let's say somebody gives one of our businesses a bad review. And then it's a legit bad review, but there are ways you can respond to that review. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you, there's always two sides to every story. 
And I always feel that if I see a response from a business, and it seems like a pretty legitimate reason why something happened, I don't think of that bad review as bad as if I didn't see a response. Right. So if a bad review goes unresponded to, I think, oh, there's a little more to this than if some, you know, if the business owner actually took the time, responded to that bad review, gave a reason why it happened, or was sincerely apologetic for the situation that of what happened. I don't think it hurts you as as much. So you know, life has a lot of different personalities, right? Going through going through life, you're going to meet a lot of different personalities. There's some personalities you just can't keep happy. A legitimate business, if you do enough transactions, you're going to get somebody that's unhappy. So is that person mm-hmm. going to go and leave a bad review? Possibly. But respond to it. I, I mean, I couldn't um, give you a more stronger advice than respond to it because it'll hurt less down the road than if you just leave it. Right. And respond tactfully, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like don't try to, you know, blame or make excuses also, you don't have to admit fault or say you're sorry. Cause no, you don't. They, you know? Just explain. Yeah. Let the reader come to a conclusion on this on their own. Because if you fight back or you know respond in a certain way, it might end up just looking worse on you. I actually... Uh, see, Greg, I, I did some research here, too. I found on uh, ReviewTrackers.com, they, they did some surveys here, and restaurateurs responding to a one or two star review have a 33% higher probability of the customer coming back. So you give a restaurant a one or two star. You didn't like your meal, but if the owner responds back, you might actually go back. So you might actually regain that customer. Maybe you don't want them in some cases, but (laughs) you might regain that customer just because you've done uh, a little simple two line, you know, comment back to them. You know, what's funny about that is that if you respond and you get that customer back and they come back to your restaurant, I bet you that customer coming back the second time has a higher chance of becoming a really loyal patron of your restaurant. Yep. Because when somebody complains and you deal with it and, and they actually give you a second chance, I know that that person is really likely to become one of my most loyal customers at that point. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it could be for restaurants. It could be for a fence company. It could be for a roofer. But if you deal with the problem tactfully and sincerely, authentically, that customer tends to be more impressed than if you didn't do anything at all or it was just an ordinary transaction and everything just kind of went as it, as it should and you know there was no follow-up and it just kind of everybody went on with life but if you, something went wrong and you handled it properly and you were right on it um you have a really good chance of having a loyal customer for life right totally and you know the thing is we we always try to bring up ways to make your business a little bit different, make your business stand out. I know that's a, that's a recurring thing on this show. It seems like, uh, here's the thing again on that, uh, review trackers, uh, survey that I saw 63% of, uh, businesses say that they have never responded to a review. That's they didn't listen to our show. Exactly. And, and you guys are, so 
here you go. This is another way to be different than the competition, a way to stand out. And, you know, people like doing business with people that they like, you know? Yeah. And if they like feel like you gave them a genuine response and you treated their criticism well and maybe it even made a change at your company great and you know that's the other thing with these reviews is you can actually use this information as business intelligence inside of your company and actually make changes so that you start to get better reviews or start to give better service or start to get more customers I mean, this is, it's valuable data, especially some of these third party type reviews, because they're not telling you, they're telling the general public, or at least they don't think that they're telling it to you. So they may say at the end of it, oh yeah, you did a great job. I love the, the fence or whatever. God, I keep going back to that. Uh, <laughs> I, I led you back there. I'm sorry. You, you did. You did. Uh, I love the fence. And then they go online and say, yeah, you know, they were really noisy and I wish they didn't start before 8 a.m. I can't believe they did that. Okay, well, now you know, maybe don't start your jobs before 8 a.m. <laughs> you know, like these, yep. it's valuable feedback. They, um, or, you know, oh, they did a great job on the fence, but they never returned my phone calls. Okay. You know, these are things that you can learn about your business from your customers so that you can get more customers. I, I think it's great. Yeah. And, and it's interesting that. We are living in a society today that people want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And if you really listen and you respond to honest feedback, like (laughs) they woke me up at eight in the morning because they're pounding nails. You know, I think if you respond to it and people know that they're actually, you're listening, it goes a long ways. It goes a long ways. Yeah. So my question to you, Russ, is have you been listening to me? I need a five star. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to say you turned it around with the the last two answers. I, I think that all worked out. So uh, I'll yes. move you up to a five. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, again, something that you need to deal with as a business owner. Uh, hopefully, you know, <laughs> we put a positive spin on this and you can use these to your advantage turn these reviews into a superpower you will get my email thank you for that five star uh, review later tonight thank you i, so I actually just checked my email i didn't see it so i was actually already it's, it's coming it's disappointed coming. yeah it's, it's instantaneous type of world that we're living in <laughs> all right so uh speaking of five star reviews we would love it if you would rate our podcast uh you know any number between five and five is great with us and uh We thank you for listening and subscribing. You can just hit the subscribe button on whatever program you're on. Actually, now Apple has changed it, so there's even a different button, but you'll figure it out. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Give us that five star if you think we deserve it. Hopefully, we do. All the information on here is uh, based on our own advice. You know, it might work for you. It might not. We hope that it does. Our interest is in helping your business get better and help your business grow. We thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week.